welcome back to the American Israelite Newspaper Podcast, the Let There Be Light Podcast. And we just had kind of a hiccup. What? A hiccup. Huh? A hiccup. What happened? Well, I forgot to turn the recording machine on because oh, I'm. Oh This God. is like happened like you three wasted or four how much of our time? With like a half an hour. We were halfway okay, through. I'm just like a complete idiot. I <laughs> admit the fact that I'm an idiot and uh, I need help. <laughs> This it's actually, like, I have to do, I do have a... A, 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 a bone a, to pick? No, an excuse, and that is I've been sick with this RSV for like a couple <laughs> yeah, of days now. And I'm going to cough now. And you're like sick with the <laughs> RSV too. We've both been sick, and uh, the wife Stephanie's been sick, and she gave me the... It's just been bad. Anyway, I have this nasal, like I can't get rid nasally. of the nasal. So anyway, thing. today is Friday, December 9th. We're talking about the Thursday, December 8th issue of the American Israelite, which is the 15th of Kislev, 5783. And I have to do an ad. What's the ad about? Well, the ad is about Happy Hanukkah from Hellman's Clothiers. And I'm so sorry we have to go redo this, but we have to. We have to. We do everything. And I have to put in my Outer Limits thing, too. But where? Okay, what's the Okay, so, all right. So, Hellman's Clothier, which is at the new Montgomery Quarters, and in Hellman's Clothier, which is in the Crew Tower downtown, so everybody has a man or a father or a, a fatherly figure, a son in their life, and they, they need about. like one, you know, maybe a couple pieces that are really nice stuff that they, you know, one or tie. two a tie, the, so the cufflings, cufflings. Hellman's Hellman's Clothier has all this stuff, and they, if in the December fifteenth issue. There's an ad in there that you have to take take the ad and take it in there. Okay, take it in where? Per- take it into Hellman's. Wh- where do I go? Hellman's. Well, where is Hellman's? Okay, so Hellman's is at... I know you said it, but like really... 9340 Montgomery Road. Okay, it used to be an old town Montgomery. No, that was Blaine's. They moved yeah. down the street to the new development, which was where... Uh, Marge's Chevrolet was. Right. So, so like, the, if the, I'm the, headed towards North Kenwood, it's on You're the... You're coming down, it would be on the left side. On the, if I'm headed so south to Kenwood. South, right. Exactly. exactly. It would be on the left side where Marge's yeah. um, Chevrolet, Chevrolet used to be. Yeah, and it's that's like all right been developed. That Wood whole thing's been developed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, have you been to the uh, Woodhouse um, Spa? Uh, I'm a female. <laughs> uh, Jewish female. <laughs> yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking Perpetuating questions. Perpetuating stereotypes here. Are we perpetuating stereotypes? I guess so. <laughs> okay. I think so. All right. So um, so you want to, in the uh, December 15th issue, get a copy of the ad, take it in there, and you get 10% off uh, your one, one, one purchase. So, again, just to, the only way so to get you, it well, is to get pick up the paper. Right. You have to the get the paper. The only way to get it is to get next week's. Well, and if you don't, if you're not a subscriber, you're, but you are a podcast listener, you can go to Kroger's Blue Ash, mm-hmm. Izzy's Downtown, Jewish Hospitals, Jewish... Is it at Almost Cafe? Not yet. <gasps> they probably have copies there for... You can go the, to the Marison uh, JCC. The Marison JCC, they have plenty of copies. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, I take them to Mark's Hot Bagels. Uh, Everybody just had goes lunch there. there. But yeah. Just had lunch there. Why not Almas? Uh, well... I don't know. I just have never explored that. Oh, look, I don't. It doesn't a, make any sense to me, Ted. You're missing an op there. I don't know what I'm doing. So I just, <laughs> I just, I just keep my head down and just. Well, clearly, out. because we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> All right. So we have to start with our top story of the week, which is J Baby Program enrolling first cohort 
of first-time parents. I can't believe I didn't turn that. J-baby. J, I think, has like a double meaning here because it's... Jewish baby. Well, and also, and that's also somewhat speculative because <coughs> somebody that is Jewish may be pregnant but haven't decided to raise their child Jewish yet. But okay, it's, okay. Um, but it is at the Mayerson JCC. Right, right, right. So what is this? What, why are we doing this? So as people get married and then start having children... Um, that's a great point where we can reach out to them as a Jewish community and say, we want to welcome you into the Jewish community. And why so is how, that do you do that? how do you do that? Why is that relevant? So relevant if you remember the $64,000 question, and the $64,000 question has to do with um, this 2020 census and then the Pew study that came out. Well, even it? our community study. And I, right, the same thing. The Pew study is kind of related to the Jewish community study. Well, it's more relevant. Ours our community study. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> All right, um, and so the $64,000 question is, how do we keep 18 to 30-year-olds engaged? Well, I would argue. Okay, go ahead. The bigger question is how to engage interfaith couples because in our own community, we have more than 50% of our community is married in, in, to an interfaith as an interfaith or relationship. Is, or is an interfaith relationship. Yeah. Right. And um, even more than half of those people have young children. Okay. And they haven't decided, and a large portion of them haven't decided how to raise their children yet. Okay. All so right. that's a big opportunity area. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So how do we reach those people? Mm -hmm. And one way is um, Friday Night Shabbat, which is doing really well. Yeah, you have a, I love that. And that's tonight, tonight at Cafe Alma. And a little plug for your buddies at Cafe Alma. Uh -huh. And also through J-Baby. Now, so they're having babies. They're having children. Maybe they're, you know. So we want to get them and invite them into the... Maybe they don't... They're, like, neutral at this point. Right. And by inviting them in, <coughs> they'll, you know... We're trying to, we're trying we're to take Shabbat to the places where you hang out. And our, our theory is, is that then we can create community through Shabbat and and not through like a, a traditional traditional means buildings. of going yeah, yeah. right through going to like synagogue yeah and we found out that if if they do go to synagogue they kind of want to like they want like the the the, the 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 like the small service yeah, they don't want, like, like, an hour-long service. Like, 10, 15 or minutes. Or ones with the music in it. Those are nice. Yeah. 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 So, but J-Baby, this is interesting because they, they, they're going to bring in pediatricians and doulas. Right. Um, they're going to have information about delivery and labor and breastfeeding and Jewish life cycle events mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and newborn safety. And then... Well, that's important is safety, too. That's yeah, important. it is a lot. Okay. And then they're going to bring this group, they want to offer opportunities to come bring this cohort back together, especially after the baby's born uh, right, for keep social aspect and, right, and for right, support, right, really. Right, right, exactly. Um, it's really more about, yeah, it's going to be educational Jim, and social. I, I did this before we went and did the whole thing and then had to go back and do it again. That would have, I would have had a word. For that, and I don't think it's appropriate to say. <laughs> <laughs> Will it be appropriate after you've had some wine from Country Fresh Market tonight? I, no, listen, that if on a redo with a glass of wine, it's a different story. Redo with a glass of wine. <laughs> I know, not go 
kosher. Only if it's from Israel, please. Oh, you're going to get some kosher wine from Israel? It's, it's I, a, kosher wine from Israel is now good. It's not like the Man of Shabbat's days. Yeah. Well, so, you know, they send us wine all the time. Well, which vineyard? Well, like different ones from here at the paper. They'll like, they'll like call. Really, I love going to the north. Like, we'll get to that when we go to Israel. But if you go to the north, there's some really good okay, wines. So, <laughs> so they, they'll send us like an email. Oh, we have this new vintage. Blah. I say, okay, just send us a bottle. Send us a couple bottles. Like the cheesecake that we're going to talk they, about later. They send us bottles, uh-huh. and I don't drink. Well, then save them for me. Well, I have, like, bottles and bottles of this stuff at the house. Does Stephanie drink? No. no but the bring, the bring me what the one. What the? What? Wait a minute. We have to, wait, hold on a minute. We have to, like, cut that part out. That was like a censorship moment there. <laughs> Bring the wine. Bring the wine. Okay, moving okay, right okay, along. But, okay, but I just didn't, there was something else I want to talk about. <laughs> we don't know what that is. But Jay, baby, but I don't know. I'm, I'm hopeful okay, that they'll well, get wait, a lot well, of participants. Well, do want to say, we did want to say that it's uh, it's, star- it's every Thursday, mm, uh, starting right. uh, January 19th. So, you know, the holidays are done, and it's time to start getting back into work and everything. So it starts January 19th. And it's uh, every Thursday and, uh, up until February 9th. And it might, maybe it might be continued after that. Yeah, I hope so. <coughs> All right. Preserving your family through storytelling with Bespoken Live. And that is coming up this Sunday, December 11th. There's a lot 11th. happening Sunday. There's a lot happening Sunday. We'll get into most of it. Uh, from 10.30 a.m. till noon at American Jewish Archives on the HUC campus. Or streaming online. You so this whole ancestry like research stuff is pretty, you know, it's really It's big. very popular right yeah. now. I think it's it's been growing, and I think it will. And it's from a Jewish perspective where a lot of our ancestors came here later, right? Like okay. either 18, 19, 19 uh, Cincinnatians, you know, it was, we came through the Jewish home in, right. the, in the late, in the 1800s. We were here in the 1850s or so. Yeah. In fact, and there's a headstone. My headstone, our headstone is in Warner Hills Cemetery. It says Theodore Hesselberger. Oh, wow. Hesselberger from, he was here in like 1850-something. Yeah, my family came through in the uh-huh. late 1800s uh-huh. through uh-huh. the Jewish home, both uh-huh. sides of uh-huh. my Jewish family. Um, but what's what's interesting is when you try to track that back, you know, right. An American there are records, some records, we don't from, have. Right, there's some records from some of that stuff. Yeah, So, but it's very... So we can only maybe go back two generations, three generations. Um, But so this is really about, like, how to use those generational stories and how to, like, capture uh, it. So Bespoken Live is is an actual thing. Right. Uh He he does, I think, a lot of research. Uh, He's a storyteller. Uh, He does story listening. He does mindfulness programs. And he's the director of Bespoken Live, and he will share his expertise and best practices at this event. This is this Sunday, so today's Friday, um, Sunday, the December 11th at uh, 10.30 a.m. So you can still make the game. Yes, you can still you make, can still the, make game. the well, Bengals game. It's going to cut into your tailgating. <laughs> cut and drinking your, your bourbon. <laughs> drinking the bourbon. It will cut into bourbon. the tailgating and bourbon drinking. But maybe they'll let you drink. Well, maybe you'll be paying attention more, paying more attention for the game. You won't be like napping. That's a big game. It's a big game. Streaming online though is an option. All right. So, and uh, also we have um, our next top story is Hadassah member uh, Carol Ann Schwartz went to Israel 
And when she was in Israel, she went to the, um, is it the kidney, uh, pediatric kidney uh, unit at Hadassah Hospital. Hospital. And she met a young patient named Jana, who's 10. So one of the things that I like about the story is the connections. So the first connection is with Jana's doctor. uh, Who is... Uh, who is Od- it? Ode- it's Odin. Odin. Bor- Bolaveski. Can you try to try to say that again? Oded Bolaveski. Okay, so he was a fellow at Cincinnati Children's Medical Center, right? And so Cincinnati Children's Medical Center has a connection with Hadassah and other large um, Israeli hospitals uh, for collaboration, right? Right. right um, for training right, and totally. um, academic research. They, they have that partnership. So he did a fellowship here in Cincinnati, which why which is really how she made the connection with, I think, Dr. Okay. Odin. And then um, this woman, Mrs. Schwartz, when she goes to Israel, and she's from Cincinnati, uh, she meets with Jana. Jana is actually Arabic speaking. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Mrs. Schwartz speaks Arabic. Miss or Miss, yeah, Caroline. I don't know if she's. I know Caroline. Okay, I don't know if it's Miss <laughs> or Mrs., but she speaks Arabic, so mm-hmm. she. So that's just nice, like the multi. Multi community connections. All right, um, and so I think every year she goes to Israel. She takes, um, they collect uh, toys and stuff, uh, stuffed animals to take over for the kids, and she gives them out in the in the hospital for the kids. It's, it's really beautiful. very nice. Beautiful. Very yeah, nice. So repair the world. All right. And <coughs> also in local news, we have three acts. Oh, wait. You just skipped right over the I wine skip? tasting that I just was like. Where's the, the wine? Summit ta- oh, Park. Oh, I'm so sorry. Taste of Summer Park. I, I, this wonder, I mean, I love the language. <laughs> the wonderful sights, sounds, and smells of the season are swirling amid our festive settings, spreading our holiday joy. Join us for a happy hour featuring tastings from various restaurants located inside Summit Park. Live music, smiling faces, and casual tours will round out your merry event. So. That sounds merry. I mean, I wish they would have done something like happy event. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if happy. Happy doesn't merry, work, is merry it? Is, yeah, merry, but it connotates At our Christmas. happy event. Yeah, yeah. merry event is more... I think subdued, more but st- it is really stealthy, f- stealth. Right, but this ad is really targeting people who are actually looking maybe to look for retirement. Community. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like I wouldn't consider this necessarily. Is this a retirement? Yeah, it's independent or living, is it assisted Norik. living, and so it memory is care. Yeah, anthology of Blue Ash, which yeah. is at Summit Park. Yeah. So if you're thinking about um, moving into an assisted living place, it'd be a great opportunity to go check it out. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. That's Wednesday, December 14th from 3.30 to 5.30. All right. Three acts, uh, local, uh, Jewish Over the Rhine. And this is the Over the Rhine Museum is uh, going to have a, um, a, a story-sharing series, the three acts of Over the And on, uh, also on Wednesday, December 14th at Memorial right. Hall at 1225 Elm Street. And there is a... Uh, an exhibit, well, Carrie Rodas is going to be doing a presentation. She's from JCGC. Anne Delano Steinart is uh, is the founding board member, and she's going to be 
giving a presentation, and Jay Miles Wolf is going to be giving a presentation. So the, the pitchers, this is part of really kind of the closing of the Jewish Cincinnati Bicentennial. Right. I love um, the how do, music how center. The music, it's not music hall, this is, what's it, what's it called this again? Is, that is the Medical Society of Cincinnati Building. Oh, that you, I'm talking to the pitcher, but no, this location of where this is at, it's at, what's it called? It's right next to music hall. Oh, that uh, it's, it's at Memorial Hall. Memorial Hall. I love Memorial Hall. It's such a beautiful building. Okay. Um, but the, what's the picture that you that you have in the paper is from Jay Miles. Yep. And Jay Miles is an artist, but he like is an historical uh, photographer, if you will. Right. Right. right where he co- takes pictures of old parts of Jewish Cincinnati, like at this old building. What what building is that? That's the med. I think that's the uh, the medical um, society of Cincinnati. That's down on, is it like Fourth uh, and um, if you're on your way to like the stadium, it's like there. And uh, I think that's the, is it the medical association of Cincinnati? Wow, they it's had a med- like they had that. a Jewish medical association. Yeah. Back, wow, yeah. I did not know that. In fact, Barry Brook. Who is uh, Julie's husband? Is the president? W- would that now. be the beginning of the Jewish hospital? They would have started it from that because they uh-huh. weren't allowed to practice in other places. So right. they started their own society and bought their own building. And because we were not allowed to practice uh, medicine, right? Exactly. So they made it. They could be doing it in, in, in well, individually. Well, we were allowed to practice, but we weren't able to treat. I mean, nobody would go at, to a Jewish at, doctor. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Unless you were Jewish. Right. Um, and so what I love about his work is he also plays with the coloring. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, and he tends to, Very historical it's duotone because he takes the black and white and the, he keeps a lot of the old pictures in that gray tones, mm-hmm. black and white tones. Really cool. All right, and in the calendar this week, so, so when we does Hanukkah start? Hanukkah is next Sunday night. Night, why does it start at night? Because God said, let there be, so it was dark, and then God said, let there be light, and then it was <laughs> light. Now, In Jewish tradition, it's always the night the before. If you look at the top of the masthead, <coughs> <coughs> if you look at the top of the masthead, what does that say right let there? Let there be light. And that's right. That was in uh, There's Genesis. There's a lot of connotations. Genesis. There's lots of connotations for Genesis. let there be light, yeah. Yes, the oldest Jewish English weekly in America. Rock and you know what has been, uh, one thing, what? yesterday was the 8th, and 24 years ago is when the day I bought the paper. Well, that should be in here. No, I'm not putting and that, it in there. And the no, news, no, that could no. have been in the news section. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want any, uh, I don't want any. Activism. Wow. No, 24 okay. years ago, wow. 9th, December of 98. Memorable day, congratulations. Yes, Did you yes. buy yourself it's, anything? It's, uh, no, but uh, I've been uh, it probably should be drinking some wine to commemorate. Yeah. Just to okay. but you can like come with me to the wine tasting tonight. <laughs> I can celebrate. Shabbos. Okay. Shabbat Shabbat light the candles. I call it Shab. Light the candles. All the cool kids call it just Shab. Shab. Just call it Shab. Shab. Everything is anything is cool <laughs> if you acronym it or shab. shorten it, right? Shab. <laughs> So, All right, so, okay, so, uh, so also on? we want to talk about uh, Rockworn starting next Sunday night at the Rockworn Academy on Montgomery Road in Ken- Again, headed, as if you're headed Kenwood, south Montgomery, down Montgomery Kenwood. Road towards Kenwood yeah, yeah, on the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's going south. If I'm going north, it's on the left. Correct. 
Yeah, yeah, right after like embers on the right. Everybody knows where embers is. Right, that's a good. So a graders on the left, and it's right on the left side there. So they have a drive-through um, um, holiday light festival. Holiday light festival, exactly. Perfect wording. Perfect wording. And they have you can turn on your radio and you tune into the station and it kind of like does a little music and all this. And kind the of lights thing. go with the beats right, of the music, right, which is really music, fun. Right, yeah, right, right. and they, they you were saying that they were expanding it this year, like they okay, made a bigger. Okay, so last right? they told me, so they called up and said we're going to do the story. I said, okay, tell me about blah, blah. They said, well, last year, the year before we had, you know, we had it was like such a size. But this year, we've, like, doubled the size of it. So wow. it's even bigger this year. Yeah. It sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I've heard lots of great things about it. I've heard it. a lot and of really good things. You know, just wanted to get out. And, and I just find looking at lights during this time of year, I get, it's so gloomy outside. And I just, it well, makes I have me one of those. See that light to the right of my computer? I have one of those uh, sad lights. I know. I, I use that all the time. It's they a, used it's to a, have them at uh, Costco. They don't have them anymore. These are these lights that, um, what are they, like vitamin D lights. It is a vitamin D yeah. light. I use that like every morning for like about an hour. I mean, honestly, we all should be taking vitamin D this time of year because it's like, and I mean, it's, cl- well, you it's, get clinically you know, it's like, depressed. So like, uh, like get, some uh-huh. one, I was talking to a guy named Steve Strauss, who was an attorney downtown. And when I was downtown, <coughs> and we, we had this quick question this one day, and he said, would you prefer gray and warm during the winter mm. or bright, bright sunlight but cold? Uh, bright sunlight. And cold. And cold. Right. So it would be like, like this, like gloomy but 50 degrees. That's like Colorado. I'm Colorado's. Okay. Or, or, or bright and sunny and 35 degrees. I want sunny. I want sun. Yeah. I agree. That's yeah. what I chose. Yeah. He, t- he chose uh, warm. I mean, listen, I get warm, but gloomy? Yeah. Because it's like an oxymoron. Warm is supposed to be sunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. All right. So um, we have um, more local news is at Israel on uh, Sunday, uh, December 11th from 11.30 to 12.30. Lots going on Sunday. Lots of stuff going on. Um, The green team at uh, Adith Israel is collecting batteries to recycle and light bulbs to recycle right now. So green team implying for good environmentally right, conscious. Right, right, right. And Ted, you didn't know that an, that you're not actually supposed to throw away. I didn't know that your batteries. I didn't. I actually didn't know you're not supposed to throw away your light bulbs. Oh. I didn't know that. So you're supposed to recycle light bulbs and batteries. Well, even the LEDs and all that stuff with the you okay. Know those well, let's read it. I mean, because it says that they're collecting, I mean, they wouldn't be collecting right, light so bulbs says, if there wasn't an environmental right, reason why. So it's so important to recycle batteries and light bulbs because they contain toxic chemicals that leach into the, our ground and waters. They can also contain new mater- raw materials that can be reused. So we want to provide a local annual opportunity for our community to do its part. We hope to continue in the future. So that's awesome to know. So like... For many of our listeners, I bet you they didn't know both. I mean, I, I knew right. about batteries. I didn't right. know about, I about didn't, light bulbs. Right. I didn't so, either. like, even if you are so busy maybe this you weekend, have like, okay, so I have run like, down to Adith and drop yeah. off your batteries. And I mean, what a great service. So, we have like a garbage bag at the house, a garbage, you know, uh, receptacle. Uh-huh. And we have like a recycling bag exactly. for the recycling. Now, you need to kind of have a recycling I had a box. I had a box okay, that I box. had okay, that I used to keep my batteries. But okay. now I need to know to keep okay. my light bulbs. 
And batteries and light bulbs, too. And I would do it once a year. I went down to that <coughs> the place in Cincinnati. It was, like, downtown somewhere where you could drop off the batteries. I didn't know this. But now, I guess, I'm wondering if it's the same location. Israel. They probably well, take them there anyway. I mean, if Addith's going to do this every year, I could hold it for Addith. Yeah, right. I don't know if they I hope. I mean, it's a great idea. Right. All right. So, um, we were talking before about the fact that there are now four trips to Israel. I know. And three, actually, one's happening right now, actually, through the honeymoon Israel. Okay, so there's five. Um, that's happening now. Uh, and that's through the Federation. So are they there right now, right now? I think they're headed soon. <coughs> they're leaving. I kind of should know this, but I don't that's know okay. exactly. But um, there are, we're doing a, a mission for um, honeymoon, Israel. honeymoon Israel, which are young, newly married. married. Newly married, yeah. Um, ideally interfaith. Okay, okay. Um, not, we would take. To Jewish people, but the goal is to try to, um, you know, educate right, right. Uh, about Israel and right. hopefully create a, a greater connection to right. Judaism. Because so we talked about that too, how like right. travel to Israel, how we know it has a major impact on your life and how you view. And you Israel. actually shared your own personal. I did. I will bring that up again now that we're redoing the show. You're not. <laughs> no, we are. So let's talk about what these things are first. Okay. So in May of 2023 is the men's momentum trip through CGX. And CGX is like how related Cincinnati, to how? Cincinnati Jewish well. Experience, which is, uh, it's like a par- outreach of the Kolel, Kolel okay. outreach. And then you have the women's trip, which was advertised this week, which is July 10th through the and that's 17th. also through the Kolel that's, outreach? Yes, yes, okay. momentum CGX. And then Nina Paul is throwing one, which is... Uh, and Nina Paul trip. being... Uh, J and F. She's hooked up with J and F, and that's May fourth through the twelfth of twenty twenty three. And that's for women. That's for women, and then in, I think July twenty twenty four, we have a community mission through Jewish Federation. Well, it's a shared shared. It's a shared foundations helping the fund the the, um, subsidies, but it's in partnership with the Marison JC Marison JCC and the Federation and. There will be a bus or right. many buses for people who are unaffiliated. So you were saying the last time they had like 500 people. That's yeah. like about, what, 15 buses. That's a lot of buses. It was buses. a lot, but it was only through the congregations last time. Okay, so this okay, time okay. we're actually having, which is a big deal, we're having right. like an unaffiliated bus. So okay, okay. you can go with your congregation okay. if you belong. Um, if you don't belong to a congregation, we encourage you to go with the on the JCC Federation Right, um, right. bus which is kind of fun right, right to meet right. other people um jcc <coughs> members are also eligible okay. going <coughs> um darn this hold on my i need a drink have a drink okay all right so moving right along um i wanted to do a plug for the mission okay the go community ahead and mission. do a plug so for the mission so for anyone interested in learning more about the commu- community right, mission right. that's happening in July 2024, I encourage you to go to the Federation's website, JewishCincinnati.org. Right. Navigate to, um, I think there's a section about it, the mission. Um, and you can sign up to receive okay. uh, emails and communications as we learn so more and we unveil right. more about the subsidies, about right, how to apply, itineraries, right. et cetera. Yeah. Right. Okay. Very cool. All right. Um, in national news, we have a story about Sam Bankman Freed and effective altruism and how that's going to affect how this scandal is going to affect effective altruism. I don't think it's going to have any effect Yeah, so uh, you and I talked about this, effective altruism. I felt like I 
I should know what that means, but right. I didn't. So what is effective? So effective altruism. So a lot of people, are, you know, have made a lot of money, you know, like a billionaire, multi-multi-millionaires, want to give their money away so it has an impact on society, has an impact on next generations. Um, so they're thinking, how do, how do I do that? Where it has the most impact. Right. How do I do good in the world? How do I do good in the world? And what, what's upsetting, we talked about this, what's upsetting is um, that he took advantage of that framework, <laughs> yeah, of that yeah. concept. And for his own personal gain, it doesn't help that he's Jewish and he's making national presence. It's just how it perpetuates the stereotypes of anti-Semitism that, that are grounded totally. in anti-Semitism. So, so look at, look at Madoff. Mm-hmm. And that was a billion-dollar thing. And then this is going to be s- billions, several billion dollars that were just It just gives poof, gone, any, anybody that a, believes in these. these <coughs> well, uh, the also thing is a lot of the Jewish organizations that invested with Madoff lost a lot of money. And people, that, we don't know yet, this will come out over the next, th- there's a movie here. Oh, I, I'm yeah. going to set up my, my movie theater, my movie studio now, and do a story on him because someone's yeah. going to do this story on him, yeah. And show you who gave money and who had money in this cryptocurrency, and it just went poof. Right. And it, well, you just brought up cryptocurrency, which we didn't talk about that, but that's how that was the the right. front he was using. Um, he, I mean, even though it was for the benefit of he was marketing or PR was for totally. effective altruism, he was he was using cryptocurrency, but they had no real money behind it. Well, so. it's like with the dollar, there's the full faith and credit of the United States government. And there's, you know, it was based on the gold gold standard up until the 70s. Um, but what is behind cryptocurrency? Yeah. It's well, that was another yeah. discussion. Just but in particular, just buy, this you know, guy. Just, just raising the price and raising the price based on, you know, just speculation. He didn't have any. I mean, some cryptocurrency, right. I think, do. This guy didn't, right. which why... He couldn't back it up, and he got caught right. in the scheme. And he made money on – he made – he turned fake money into real money and then pocketed it and from other people who invested in it, and, yeah, all bad. All right, so we're skipping over national, national, and we get to uh, international. A German town built a granary atop its Jewish cemetery, and now so – this is really interesting. Right. And we actually – this is where we were when you realized we were not recording. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, we all make mistakes in life. I should say I used we. <laughs> oh, we. Oh, we. Oh, we I made a mistake. We were not recording. Uh, I, I made a mistake in life. Very affectionately. <laughs> I made a mistake <laughs> in life. So this is in the city of Erf- Erf- Erfurt uh, in central Germany. It's, it's a home to a impeccably restored medieval synagogue made possible because local Jews have been expelled long before the Nazis began their campaign to destroy Jewish sites. So now... But the net of this is that they found a Jewish cemetery, a burial site, under this. Right, right. And they dated um, findings. I mean, back to the early 1100s, so we'll read this. He and his collaborators were able to analyze DNA of 33 individuals who died between 1270 and 1400 Using teeth, they found, and we'll talk about that in a second about right. like so kind they, of the efficacy they, they, of they using. They do it yeah. through the, uh, the carbon carb, yeah. carbon dating of the teeth. Yeah, but there's also some Jewish laws in there that we kind of okay, talk, we'll talk about that in a second. Right, right, right. Um, the study 
follows a similar analysis revealed in August by researchers in England who studied the DNA from skeletons found at the bottom of this well mm. and concluded that the remains were likely victims of an anti-Semitic masquerade in 11,090. Massacre. 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 In 11,190. Um, so it goes... I mean, So what I think, you know what happened here. was um, they killed the people and then they threw them down the well. Yeah. Oh, God. That's what happened. Yeah. And, and the like, masquerade, yeah. They've been there for like 1,100 1, years, 2022, 20, 1,000 years almost. Wow. And it goes on to say the Jewish settlement exa- existed from the 11th to the 15th century with a brief gap following the 1349, another massacre. Yeah. Uh, massacre. So my, qu- my thing is, if you were being massacred in Germany, why the hell did you stay there? Why well, didn't you get... We talked about that. Where the hell were they going to go? Oopsie. <laughs> Where the heck were they going to go? Well, you could go to, (laughs) how about Israel? Just go, go, just start heading south. You know, get out of there. Existed. What do you mean? I don't know, but I would just, I don't know. If I knew people were getting murdered there and it was like, I was Germany Jewish, I'd be like, I want to get out of here. Germany was one of the most safest places eventually in uh, until up until until when it wasn't. yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I don't okay. know where we're going to go. Canada. Maybe Canada. Was yeah, Canada. Yeah. Oh, Canada. I know. That's what they call the, uh, they play hockey in Canada. I know. It's my I, Canadian accent. I oh, just want to apologize for my foul language earlier. Yeah, we should apologize. Well, now, uh, so it talked about, let's just talk about the. the well, what do you want to say about the Jewish law? Yeah, because okay, it talks well, so about. The Jewish law is that you come into this earth in one piece when you're born. Now you have to go back out of it. You go. Remember, God well, said comes right, he held, held him up on like the sixth day and blew the air, the into his nostrils the air, the, uh, the the wind, uh, the breath of life. Mm-hmm. Remember that from mm-hmm. Genesis. No, but okay. 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 We talked about so, this too. Okay. All yeah. right. And uh, <laughs> you have to go back into the ground with the same parts of what well, you... There's also some renewal so like of life, like too. You, there's like some if history you had diabetes that. and you had to have your leg amputated or something like that, you, they bury that per- person with their... They hold on. There's a way to... You know, right. There's Because it's about the concept when we believe that the Messiah will come, we're all going to come back. And if you don't have all of our parts, then we can't. Right? Good, so it kind of goes back point, to that. Good point. All right. So... But, but this talked about how... Well, they're using their teeth to find the DNA and all that stuff. But they're rethinking how they're doing it. So right now they're keeping the teeth and they're putting the rest back, but they're looking at other ways where, for example, you could take the skeleton and put it in this water and they can extract the DNA and then put it all back. So there, there is some controversy, though, about... There is, because, yeah. you know, the Jewish law would say the person has to be buried. You can't just... Have yeah. them like a, some specimen, you know. It, it can't be a specimen that you're looking at. It had to be like buried, right? But they're they found a loophole in the concept that's saying that right. it was already um, out of the ground. Out of the ground. They, they actually ha- talked about how like it was already. What's the word that I'm looking for? But like decimated. It was already like okay. Un. It already had been disturbed, is what they said for okay. an unrelated reason. So then that's since it was already disturbed, that they can go in. Okay. But it still eventually has to be buried. That's the point. Yeah, you can't we, keep it out forever. But they, they're right now keeping the teeth. Um, right. and the, But it's like filling this gap in the understanding of the Ashkenazi Jew early history, uh, which Ashkenazi Jews, anyone who knows, 
are from the European right, 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 yeah, right, right, right. Uh, side and how, um, you know, and we talked about our ancestry, kind of like, again, if you ever do your DNA test, it's interesting. Like, you... Have you, you done tra- yours? I, I did mine. You did? Yeah, it was very interesting. What did you find out? Well, my dad wasn't Jewish. Right. And I'm... And I actually had already known this, but I actually was able to prove at DNA that my 13th, my tw- no, it was my 12th great-grandfather uh, was Edward Fuller. He came over on the Mayflower. Really? Yeah. The guy, was he Fuller Brush? No, it was Edward Fuller. He was a lawyer. <laughs> he actually signed, he was the reason of the beginning colonies. He was the lawyer that signed the This is from your father's side? Yeah. Really? So, mm-hmm. Edward so, Fuller. Edward Fuller. So my dad's side is really interesting because I have Scottish, Germanic, um, um, English, um, a lot, I have more English because I have English on both sides of my dad's family. Um, but then I'm on the, my mom's side, which is Jewish. It's just all, they say Ashkenazi, European yeah, Jew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't break it down anything. It's just Jew. This is what you are. Yeah. <laughs> 100% Ashkenazi. Jew. Yeah. And, and it's, it's somewhat like, I was talking to one of my best friends who's Jewish and she was like, well, that's like, you can't, that's not. It's the, the question of peoplehood, again. Like, how can you identify your, because it's a faith. Right. And it's a peoplehood. Right. So and, the, so, yeah. and it is DNA. We, we can track it. Now, you, it's not to say that you cannot be Jewish and not have that DNA, because we, we believe that you can. Right, right. Um, uh, what's the word? You know, convert into the faith. Right, yeah. right. But it's different than having a history. Like, so it, it is a peoplehood. It is a heritage. Right. As well as a religion. Okay. Yeah, but in any case, it's interesting because we're going to learn more about the DNA and some diseases that came with the Jews populated with Jews. So right, right, yeah. the uh, inner inner breeding. Yeah. Okay, so we have to hurry up because we're already uh, like thirty. Well, it feels like we're over because we already did a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, there's international Israel, Israel, and then we're going to move on to. Uh, Page 12, um, Innovation Thrives on Israel's Southern Border. Oh, yeah, this was interesting. This um, this is in the Negev, which is the, the supposedly negative is prettier. Negev is supposed to be like a desert. Well, well it's uh, not. That's also it really well, isn't. All of Israel is a desert. The whole, all of Israel. Yeah. But and there's remember plenty we put of in places that have. Like, because we put in the irrigation, all the early pioneers that went to Israel <laughs> put in a water system. I mean, that was a huge part of the early development. Um, but this area is really, it's two Groove miles. Tech. Yeah. 2,500 students. It's the largest technology center in, in Israel. Very cool. And it's right next to Gaza. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully the school will be inclusive of both Israelis, Israelis oh. and Palestinians. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. But they have, uh, they're, they're doing all kinds of different things there in terms of uh, technology and um, STEM. Yeah. Is, uh, what um, does that stand for? STEM stands for... Um, what's the acronym? Science, S-T-E-M. Science, technology, engineering, and math. Mm-hmm. JNF seems to be involved, <coughs> too. Yes, JNF is involved in this. This is a page on page 12. Check that out. Um, then there's some more Israel news on page 13. And we get to gift guide on 14. That's really important. So, like, if anyone well, hasn't gotten their Hanukkah right. candles yet. Right, right. Um, what else do you need? Oh, the gelt. I need my gelt. Get some gold gelt. Mm-hmm. Chocolate. 
chocolate gelt. Or maybe you want a new menorah. You want to give your young person in your life a menorah. Like me. I may need to get Kayla a menorah, my daughter. That okay. time. She needs her own menorah now. Well, uh, there's plenty of places to get menorahs. And I, you could start at some of the uh, uh, synagogues' um, Judaica shops. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one actually at the Marison JCC. Rockdale has one there. So okay, if okay. you're you know, right. going so through right the, the community right. center. yeah. Actually, when I was there on Tuesday for the security briefing, I went and saw I saw my picture again. Oh, and, up uh, on the wall. I kept looking about where yours was, but I couldn't Mine find it. Mine was up on the wall, too. I couldn't find Many it. Many of us have our <laughs> faces. I was that memorable. My mom's up on that wall, too. Like, a lot of people are up on that wall. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of my, my Jew friends are up there. <laughs> my Jew friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, there's ads in here for Jacob Jake, Jacob James, Elizabeth Grace Home. I mean, there's some places in here I didn't even know existed, so yeah. that's good. And then there's, uh, for the Savvy Shopper, there's a couple of uh, Judaica shops. And then you were talking about, oh on my page gosh. 17, Vayishlach, the angry sword, or is it the oh, angry So this bat? is what I like would like to, to know what your listeners <coughs> and readers think of this, because to me, <laughs> this is a bat and a sword combo with a bone tie <laughs> i'm not sure what that's about and he's angry which we think that's the maccabees like that's going after what the tanakh like or the the jewish a book. torah it's a book and someone's who's doing yoga it's he's like he's the, doing the, yoga no, and then the camera wants to kiss the book praying. the yoga he's in love with the book the yoga book the peaceful buddhist book i don't know what this buddhist book <laughs> And then this, what, what is this, There's, a horse? That's that, a he's camel. a happy camel. camel. No, no, the camel is in love with the Buddhist book that is being so yoga. This is for children. Buddhist we, Jewish we, yeah, we book. Just, we, yeah, I don't children know. Here. <laughs> All right, moving right along, um, we get to the Parsha of the week, which is Genesis, um, Vayishlach, and... Um, you have to read this. So we were talking about this because, well, like, is where what ja- is, yeah. Esau and Jacob get back together to bury. And um, Esau and Jacob are brothers. brothers. Right, right, uh-huh. right. And um, so Jacob. Brothers to whom? Uh, well, they're sons of Isaac. Thank you. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Thank you. And Esau and, and well, uh, Yaakov and Rebekah are the parents. And uh, so it's through whole, the, there's like some tension between the two brothers, of course. Um, One's vying for the more, the birthright. Well, talks about that. Jacob, yeah, bought his birthright from, he bought Esau's birthright. So you have to read How it. How do you a buy lot a birthright? Of, he bought it with the lentil soup when he came in. I know, but like that's. hungry. You can't, I mean, does, is that legit is my question. It's legit, yes. I can't legit, buy. Yeah. So like I could buy my first right of birth. Take it away from my sibling? Yeah. (laughs) If If you wanted to. (laughs) If they would sell it it to you. You would (laughs) sell it to you. Now, my brother, he would not. I don't think he would have sold me his birthright. (laughs) He's not around to talk anymore. But I don't think he'd be be saying no. I mean, I don't know. What is it? I mean, honestly, that responsibility of the. uh, Being the eldest, being the firstborn. uh, Okay. (laughs) Okay. But this Esau, like, wasn't an inter. Marriage, 
yes. himself. Yes. And we, you know, we were talking about the percent well, of people who marry outside. He married women, and it caused a real problem in the family with uh, his uh, his father Isaac and Rebecca, his mom. Yeah, and this is this is all very still controversial. Still today. very controversial to this day. Yeah. To this day. Yeah. All right. Um, we get to from the pages. We have to have like a, a short version of this today. Um, Okay. I will. I do want to do from the beginning, which is from 1854. Uh, and then we'll kind of, and there's, uh, there's a book I want to talk about from 1872. All right. Um, Palestinian Archaeological Association, number 22 Hart Street, Bloomsburg Square, London. Archaeological research in the East having now attained such important results in the discovery and acquisition of splendid monuments, both Egyptian and Assyrian and a great archaeological chain of inquiry having been thus established from Egyptian the- Thebes to the site of Nineveh. Thebes, Thebes. That's one of the things I love going back in these pages, like how they speak. Like yeah. uh-huh. to, the, to the site of Nineveh, it has been suggested that Palestine presents itself, the middle link in this chain, as being, so between Thebes and Nineveh, now they're sa- he's saying, it has been suggested that Palestine, uh, current-day Israel, present itself the middle link in this chain as being full of rich promise to researchers and inquiries of similar character. So it's still, the, you know, ecological findings are even still happening. We're just talking about it on the other page. All right, so if Egypt and Assyria have afforded so many valuable m- monuments to the truth of history and tradition, it may reasonably be expected that Palestine would yield as rich a harvest. Mm, that's interesting. December eighth, December eighth, eighth yesterday. And it is. I mean, anything in that Israel, pal- you know, er- that uh, Israel and that region is so much history. Totally. Um, I mean, if you have ever do a mission, hopefully some of your listeners twice. will yeah, go there yeah. and do missions. I mean, I did one archaeological it's very common to I do an archaeological dig yeah. when you're there and yeah, yeah. so i went to the site that's owned by the birthright the person who owns birthright and we uncovered like with the tablets that tell the hanukkah story oh really it was very cool really? and it was like there was a grave robbery that sold this that actually they found it off the black market the second part of the scroll but it actually oh. confirmed the whole story of hanukkah because they they found it so like you find those history wow. yeah it's that's incredible amazing um, so this is from uh, 1872, a new book, a complete book, the best of its kind, Judaism, its doctrines and duties by Rabbi Isaac Mayer Wise, well-bound, good paper, excellent print, <laughs> for sale in this office for 65 cents a copy with liberal discount to the trade and to schools. Sent free of charge to any place in the United Can States. Can you imagine if anyone had that book? That would be great. I mean, somebody does, right? Uh, the archives probably has I'm it. sure they do. All right, so... Doctrines we, and duties. Where are we at? Doctrines and duties. No, that's in the ad for this oh, book. Oh, doctor. Okay. Um, and it's, I find it interesting that they, like, from a marketing perspective, what they call out, well-bound, <laughs> good paper, excellent print. It's typewriter print. <laughs> so, you being the marketing person that you are, that's like, this was put in by somebody that was doing some marketing. The best of its kind. <laughs> All right, so 75 years ago, Dr. Glick 
is author of article on Palestine and National Geographic. So Dr. Nelson Glick, the president of Hebrew Union College, and one of the leading uh, archaeologists, is the author of an article in the current December 1947 issue of the National Geographic magazine. I love how you talk about Dr. Nelson Glick. Dr. Nelson Glick was like the Indiana Jones of his time. He was really cool. He was out doing archaeological digging in Palestine when you probably weren't even allowed to be there. Yeah, so and cool. he was digging, and then they made him um, the president of HUC because he was so well, you know, well I read you and went knowledge. To that. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. I wonder what you would see if you went to the archives to, to see what his findings oh. were. Right, I, that would be an interesting very museum. cool guy. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised we didn't do that for the um, for the twenty the yeah, bicentennial. For the bicentennial, that would have been interesting. All right, so you wanted to do 25 years ago. Super Sunday callers raised more than $535,000. That was a big, and of that time, that's a good 25 years ago. That's great. But this is going to be the first year we're not doing Super Sunday. Really? We're not doing Wait Super a minute. Uh, is there something you're trying to tell us, Pam? Um, we are doing a breakfast. And there, look, An there it is right in front of you. On February 8th. Um, we're going to hear from Gideon Bernstein, yeah. and we want to bring the community together to learn about really the happiness of giving. Okay. Why, you know, why, how giving, you, when, the psychology you know, when you behind do giving. Give, you, yeah. you, you feel good about giving. Exactly. You, you yeah. really do. I really do. Now, it's not to say that we're not going to have a phone-a-thon. We're still going to have our partner agencies and okay. their boards um, and our leadership call. But we're not going to make it a, a community, like a huge community day where you get your bagels and locks. So we still will be doing a phonathon, but it's going to be more, it's going to look different. Okay. Uh, and we're putting more on this emphasis of learning about why giving makes you happy. I think if you look at the why versus just the giving, that kind of answers the second question versus just answering the first question. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You're already like over here. Yeah. It's a really good idea. Yeah. All right, um, 25 years ago, participants learned ABCs of kosher from the Colel at, um, at Pilder's Deli. I was actually at this class 25 years ago. Oh, I know you told me that. I know. I so remember that. Put us in that, this, walk us through what that was like. Well, they had, like, kosher food, and we ate, and then Rabbi Price gave, like, a presentation. And I remember him saying... <laughs> that the molecules can move around the room. Oh, you're worried about, like, that would be pre-COVID <laughs> days. Like, what? It's <laughs> like called germs. And I was like, <laughs> I never thought about that. And then I thought, wow, that's really amazing. I never thought the molecules were, like, moving around the room. Now, do you think that safe right there is moving around the room? Oh, yeah. The vibration, yeah. The vibration of, yeah. it's moving around the room. Yeah. You know, if you really want to blow your mind, even just think about after you... Because sound waves travel, right, right. right? It's the same concept. Things are moving, right? Vibrating. So even sound waves are vibrating and move at a certain movement. By the time your brain recognizes oh, the oh. thought, you're already in the past. So, so we're always living in the past. Okay, so what about when you think about like when Hubble, tell the new Hubble, the new Hubble, is it the James Webb, sees a galaxy that's like, Three billion, like three. We're, we're living in the miles. past, right? And that was—it's getting a picture of something that's from like because the light waves took three billion years to get here, exactly. and that's what you're getting a picture of. Yeah, 
Isn't that weird? It's all weird, but it's I very, find very it weird. even more weird, though, m- the concept that I'm saying is. What? I'm, I'm talking, by the now. time I realize right now what I just said, right. it's the past. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. True. So we're always living in the past. You have to live in the current. The but how do you live in the present if you're always in the past? I don't know. <laughs> that one out. I think we need to go to the t- um, do a little yoga with that Buddhist <laughs> Bible. <coughs> we're, we're working on that. <laughs> thing. All right. So Neil Diamond, Jews in the News. Neil Diamond, eighty-one, retired from performing in twenty eighteen following a Parkinson's disease diagnosis. But uh, recently read that he made a special appearance last June of twenty twenty-two at Fenway Park in Boston to lead the Red Sox crowd in singing his song "Sweet Caroline." For 20 years, Diamond's recording of Caroline has played in every Sox game. The crowd always sings along. This is really, loves yeah. It. I love that. Like, who, why? why did, how did that happen? Boom, boom, boom. Backstory. Mm-hmm. How did that happen, Ted? Oh, well, okay. So you go back in time. The backstory is in 1997, Amy Toby, who was in charge of music, played at Sox, White Sox added Sweet Caroline to the, you know, what she plays during the game, and but she would only play it once a week. Enter Dr. Jack Steinberg, who became the, the White Sox VP for Public Affairs in 2002. He quickly noted how popular the song was with fans, and he directed that it be played at every single game, and the rest is history. Wow. And he became, so what I find is, I did not know, and I don't think you did, that Neil Diamond was Jewish. I didn't know Neil Diamond was Jewish. That was like my father's favorite singer. Yeah, a lot of our I didn't know parents, that. Yeah. yeah. All right, we have to skip over some of this stuff because we're running late. Well, today. I think the British mandate on 9-11 is pretty darn important. Well, read that one. Go ahead. So 9, so. December 11th. December. Sunday. Oh, my gosh, again. Sunday. There's a lot of stuff happening yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So Sunday, um, December 11th. Right. I don't know. actually know if it was a Sunday, but it could at have that been. time. We don't yeah. know. Um, 1947, it was the end of the British mandate where now Israel sits. Um, so that was a big day. Well, and, and yet they'll remember, in ni- this is December 11th, 1947. 1948, I don't remember when Ben-Gurion declared that we were going to be a state. Was it in May or so? Like about five months later. Oh, that's I think right. it was like five months later You're or right. so. He said, we are now the state of Israel, and um, that's what started to form the state of Israel. Well, that, was only, that was only like four or five months later after But this, this is when all of the, the troops left, and then the war right, started. Right, right, I mean, this right, was, right, this was right, a pretty big... Right. Yeah. I mean, this is when pretty much the British mandate... Ended. And, yeah. Well, there's some controversy about like when how they did it. Right. <laughs> all right. So anyway, there's a couple of interesting things there in today in Jewish history. Israel history. Check that out. Um, this week, uh, our dining out is uh, Sacred Beast, which is very cool, very nice. Oh, I like the little ad for sugar and spice. I used to like go to. That? I used to. That was my grandfather's favorite breakfast uh, place. Yeah. All right. So, uh, foodie fun kosher as uh, Gail Schindler has her Hanukkah cocktail and punch, the I'm apple cider bourbon punch. Okay, I will try that. Now people are calling you on your cell phone because you're. Your your phone line is all messed up. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, so Manischewitz. You like this Manischewitz? No, I don't sangria. like it. I'm kind of I. Maybe you should have it at the holiday party. You think I should make some of the? I get some of that wine. They get this one seventy five 
750 milliliter bottle of Manischewitz wine. I don't know why my mom buys Manischewitz every year for Passover, and nobody drinks it. It's like it. this it's syrupy, syrupy. I throw it away at the end. Really? I it's like it. See, oh, I like it so, for, for oh, shop. For we like, were talking about wine earlier, that you have all these Israeli wines. So I how get about them this? because they send them to me. You for bring like, me the Israeli wine, and I'll bring <laughs> you the Manischewitz wine. Fine. Okay. We got a deal, pal. Okay. We got a deal. Anyway, she's also got Gail's Bloody Mary. Gail does a great job, and she does a lot of research when she does these food columns. She really goes to town. Um, check that out. It's on page 24. We have uh, holiday uh, advice for young children. So the original title of the story was, How Do I Explain Santa to My Kids? And I said, oh. we can't run that. <laughs> Mommy, who is Santa Claus? Right. And how will he bring me presents if I don't have a chimney. <laughs> so this is actually the mixed signals that children get during the holiday season, especially Jewish children, because we don't have Hanukkah Harry. You know, you know, Christmas they have, you know, Santa Claus and Christmas and it's everywhere you I've go. I've never heard of that Hanukkah Harry. You never heard of Hanukkah that was on Saturday Night Live. Oh funny. And uh and then it's like uh, the Adam Sandler Festivus poll here. <laughs> <laughs> Here at the American Israelite, we have the Festivus poll. So we're going to have feats of strength. Um, we're going to have uh, complaining. And Everyone uh, should Google Festivus poll. Well, you, you have, have to argument. go to the Festivus on YouTube. Go to fe- go to YouTube and look Festivus Seinfeld. And yeah. George's father explains the whole thing. Yeah, it's really funny. Explains the whole thing. And um, But, you know, I – so having – Young, having had young children. Yes, yes. Um, it's, what, a, it's a dilemma. But mine wasn't the dilemma of telling them. It's about them now not telling their Christian friends that Santa Claus is real. Oh, yeah. That's, that's you don't. Yeah. You can't have the Jewish kid yeah. telling. Then they're like ostracized. <laughs> like, that Jewish kid told me there's no Santa, mommy. <laughs> get the Jews. That's where the get the Jews comes from because we were like, the we're not believing. We're not writing like, up that nonsense. It's not real. We're not it's, signing up for that. It's about Christmas commercialism. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And Black Friday, going and buying stuff. Well, we talked about that. Uh, I think we talked about that last year. Actually, Black Friday, <laughs> Sunday was a Jewish idea from Nordstrom's. It was at Nordstrom's or Macy's. It was Macy's. Late Lazarus. Lazarus and, and, and Bill Lazarus' uh-huh. grandfather, uh, or a grand great grand uncle came up with that to start shopping earlier yeah, the a, day after it was a Thanksgiving. Jew, it was a Jewish idea. Jewish guy. Yeah, yeah. Frank, my Bill, and I, I was at the game tailgating with Bill last week. Uh-huh. Oh. Eating steaks and. Uh, oh, yummy. Taters. Taters. Tailgating. Taters tailgating. Um. You know what I always say, don't you? What? Everybody loves a tater. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the cheesecake. Got to talk about cheesecake. Okay, so we have lilac and cream cheese. So this company, th- we constantly were a newspaper, so we're constantly getting books. They send us books. They send us wine. They send us this new co- They said, hey, we want to send you a cheesecake. Will you do a review on it? I said, sure, go ahead and send it. So they sent it. It's in the refrigerator. What kind is it? Do you know? It's just plain. I just wanted just the plain. Oh, I want to see if they have key lime cheesecake. Well, they probably do. But they also have this peanut butter dream cheesecake. Oh, my peanut God. Peanut pump. Pu- oh, yeah. Okay, right. I like pumpkin spice. I mean, the pictures look amazing. They look pretty tasty. Yeah. Anyway, and it's kosher, and um, it's called Lilac and Cream. Oh, talk about Check it out. Go to their, their website, Lilac, L-I-L-A-C, and you know an ansign cream cheesecake they have uh they're made in new jersey um check it out 
and uh, they make New York style. And so it's perfect for the holidays. Perfect. Uh, sounds yummy. And we're gonna be trying. We're gonna be doing a, a sample of this on uh, Wednesday the twenty first when we have our uh, but we don't holiday. Not every is it anyone's welcome. Everyone's well, sure. Anyone who would like to well, come? Well, if you're a, if you're a, uh, you have to be a, a, a member of the staff. Okay, here that's at the what Israel. Yeah, that's what it's I'm a staff it's writers. It's like an open invitation for your listeners to come and try. Well, if they call me up and get a pre-approved. Okay. Pre-approved. <laughs> okay. All right, so we got death notices. Uh, Marla Korchmar, age 65, passed away November 17th, 2022. 23, 23 Heshvan, 5783. Then Edith Rita Samuels, um, age 89, November 29th, 2022, 6th of Kishlov, 5783. Brina Milzon, Ni Bromnik, age 89, December 1, 2022. 7th of Kislev, 5783. Um, Herschel Levine, age 50, I'm sorry, age 92. December 4, 2022, 10 of Kislev, 5783. And there's a nice local obituary yeah. actually about Herschel. Right. It's sad. So may all of their uh, neshamas have a blessing. What's and nice, a, I mean, Marla passed quite young and you knew her. Yeah, she was a Wanted Hills, uh, so I'm 76. She would... She would have been one hill seventy five. What is nice? I mean, uh, the, uh, the it's always hard to lose somebody, but they've lived long lives from eighty nine to ninety two. I mean, that's may their lives and memories be for a blessing. And I'm sure they will always be a blessing. So we get to my favorite part. Where is oh I? What did I do with that? Ads. No. Hard to find. There's a at the end. I love the big ad for the um, from the mayors and JCC about J Baby. And about the Jewish Book Club series, if you haven't checked that out, the Jewish Book Club series is a great way to read great literature and have good conversation. Very cool. All right. Um, I think we've done a rendition of this before because I remember this one. Oh, this is the joke of the week. Are you ready? Are you ready? Bad joke of the am, week. Am I ever ready? Bad joke of the week. <laughs> <laughs> this is from... This is from the big book of Jewish humor, 25th anniversary, edited and annotated by William Novak and Moshe, Moshe, Moshe Waldox. Grandpa Joe is on his deathbed, and his family gathers around to say goodbye. He suddenly perks up. His eyes open wide, and he said, What's that I smell? Almost in unison, the family responds, It's Booby's apple cake, your favorite. Grandpa smiles like I didn't know. Listen, he whispers to his youngest grandchild. Be so good as to go downstairs and ask Booby for a slice and bring it up to me. The boy disappears and comes back a moment later. Sorry, Grandpa, she says. Sorry, Grandpa, he says. She says it's for the shiva. Uh, it's for the shiva. <laughs> 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 yeah, you should all see giggling right now he's like <laughs> bouncing up and down he's so proud of himself <laughs> well it's it's important to always deliver a good punchline it is it is it is very important, it very is. important. all right so that concludes our show for the day next week um well we'll have a normal show next week and then the and check out your paper next week for the coupon so the following show on the 21st we're going to have like a, a we're going to do the show with like all the employees here Oh, that'd be fun. Everybody. So that we're all going to be here? 
They're okay. all going to be here on the 21st, Wednesday uh, the 21st. We're going to so go gonna be having, having a little, hol- uh, we have our annual holiday lunch. How are you going to be focused on the podcast uh, well, when you're well, like, it's, it's yeah. going to be fun. Okay. It's going to be a day of, it's going to be the day of fun. Okay. Day of reckoning and the day of fun too. I at hope the same you time. don't because I'm going to be like doing some. Uh, I'm going to. That's why the festival pool is out. It's when I you know. You're still going to have to have air, two people air, leading air, it. Air grievances. You're going to. We have and I got problems with all you people. Okay, I'm just telling you now. I got um, problems with all of you. That was what Yom Kippur <laughs> is for. Oh, okay. Okay? <laughs> okay, that's what Yom Kippur is for. Oh, I'm sorry. If you haven't already sorry, aired I'm... those grievances. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> that's what I thought that was Festivus was for that. <laughs> if you didn't get it out, Yom Kippur, that's okay. you got Festivus the to Jewish get it out. The Jewish New Year. Okay, all right. Well, say goodbye. Say okay. goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Shabbat. All right. So, uh, goodbye, everybody. I was going to say but I was going to say um, Lila Tov, Shabbat Shalom. All right. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Thanks for listening.